Today, I want to talk about how to start a presentation and how not to start a presentation because you want to start off strong and not have your audience picking up their phones right from the beginning. So this episode is all about diving into exactly how you need to open a presentation, whether it's live and in person or virtual. And I'm also going to share the differences if you are hosting your own webinars. Let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, hello. Oh, we are back for another great episode here. I'm really excited to dive into this particular um, episode because you really do want to start off strong. So let me just dive right into um, how I came to start doing it this way. As I started to learn more about neuroscience and how our brains really work, you know, this is from my leadership executive coaching days, I started to understand what would really draw people in because there's that part of the brain that detects like, you know, is this something that I should be afraid of and run away? Is this something that I should kill, so to speak? Or is this something that I should kind of love on and embrace? Because it's like, that's, that's part of the filtering system that the brain is just doing on its own. So here are some things that you don't want to do. Thanking the audience. Thanking the audience like right from the beginning. Hey, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. You probably, you know, like you're probably remembering a presentation where somebody started like that. Housekeeping. Housekeeping, you know, like where the bathrooms are, what you're going to be talking about, when the Q&A is, where lunch is going to be held. Don't talk about housekeeping. Don't thank the audience and don't introduce yourself. Hopefully, if you are speaking live, in person, virtually, a podcast guest, a some sort of a live stream show that your host is going to introduce you, that you'll have somebody who's actually going to introduce you before you get onto that in person or virtual stage. If you don't have somebody, please don't introduce yourself then either. It is not the place to start introducing yourself because what right away what's happening is the audience has not decided if they want to if they want to listen to the topic, let alone you specifically. So you want to make sure that you have something you have an opening that makes your audience lean in, that makes them lean in and makes them put their phones down. That's sort of the analogy that I like to use with my private clients. That's what the opening's got to do. Whatever comes out of your mouth, right from the beginning. I want you to like picture people like looking at their phones and then like looking up at you and sliding their phones into their bag, their briefcase, their purse, off to the side, flipping it upside down because they are so enthralled with what they just heard that they have to, the brain is like saying to your audience members, yo, listen up. This is something that's going to be interesting we have to pay attention to this. So that is the whole purpose of your beginning. 
and you want to start strong. So that's why I wanted to start off with, here are the things you don't want to do. And if you're thinking to yourself, but where do I introduce myself? You know, if I don't have somebody who's going to introduce me, and even if somebody does introduce you, I'm going to show you, you know, like, well, we're not going to talk about it today, but there is another section within the presentation. So this is something that I teach inside my in-demand signature speech. This is actually module two is, is this beginning? I call it the first 30 seconds, but it's not that it's technically only 30 seconds. It's just the name that I kind of gave to it because you just think about like, these are the first words that come out of your mouth that we need to grab people's attention. And then there can be some more explanation about why you believe what you just shared, where you found this information, why it's relevant for the audience, why they need to know this and why you're, why is it part of your bigger presentation, how it ties into what I call like the educational value part of the presentation. So you can sort of like start to share. But the whole purpose is like, remember, is to get people's attention. So you're probably wondering, like, how do I do that? You want to grab people's attention, you know, again, by sharing something with them that they weren't expecting. So in other words, we're sort of tricking the brain that it has not heard what it's about to hear, what is in the what's in the remaining part of your presentation. So some of the ways that you can start, and remember, this is not for a webinar. I want to I want to point that out right now because we're going to get into that in a moment. A story, a statistic, some research, a quote. It can be an inspiring quote from somebody. It can be one of your quotes. When I mention research, it can be your research, a story, a story that's like a common story that a lot of people have may have heard. It could be something that's new in the news. It could be something that's global. It can be something that's even local to where you're speaking. It can be a story with one of your clients. But stories help. Stats, research, quotes, all of these are great ways to open and start your presentation because it helps the audience realize there's something different here. And that's what I want for you. I want you to stand out as a speaker, whether it's online or whether it's in person or the many other ways that you can be using this 30 second start in other areas like podcasting or on somebody's you know live stream. And I'll touch more on that in a little bit. You know, there's that quote that you never have a second chance to make a first impression. And that to me is exactly why you have to pay attention to your beginning. Because those first few words are like your first impression. It's when you get up there. It's when you start speaking. The audience is making determinations and asking themselves, is this relevant to me? Can I use this information? Have I heard this before? Those are some some of the questions that are running through your audience's mind. But it's basically like, what's in it for me? So your opening, really just think of it as your first impression, both visually in the way that you present yourself. But if you're just on a podcast, all they can hear is your voice. You know, when we have a bored brain, a bored brain just wanders. 
And that's when you'll see like somebody's bored, somebody doesn't feel that what you're about to be sharing is relevant to them. So they start picking up their phone, they start doodling, making a to-do list, thinking about what they have to get done for the rest of the day. Or if it's virtual, they might just, you know, shut their camera off and go do something else. So if this is something more that you want to learn, and you probably want to get on my wait list for the in-demand signature speech. And the link to that is down in the show notes, but I'll just share it with you right now. It is speakandstandout.com forward slash SS, which stands for signature speech. And you will be the first to know the next time I run this program. And the attendees that are in this round currently here are just saying, like their minds are blown. They, some of the comments have been, wow, this is so simple. And I can see how this is going to be so effective. And also, I'm just seeing like, like each person that, that's in the program right now, I'm just seeing how they light up as they are following this structure that I'm sharing with them. And knowing all this information, because this all comes from my years of being a professional speaker, you know, you're learning from all the mistakes that I made. So what's beautiful about this is that when these people are done their signature speech by the end of this program, because that's the whole point of this is to write the sig your signature speech, they are going to have so much confidence in presenting and using their signature speech guaranteed. All of my private clients have always said that even if they were shy introverts, their very first presentation, they've all said they were 100% confident and 100% knew exactly what they were going to say. So they weren't nervous at all. And they felt so prepared. And that just like warms my heart. So I kept mentioning a couple of times about how webinars are different. So this is how webinars are different. If you are hosting your own webinar, you need to give time for people to be logging on. So this is kind of like you being the host or the hostess to your party and just kind of inviting people in, or you could always get somebody who is actually assisting you and bringing people in and just saying, hey, we'll get started in a few minutes. We're just, you know, giving some time for people to log on. If you were to start right away with the ideas that, that I've given you um, up above about those first 30 seconds on a webinar, at least it is like you being at an in-person event, you getting up to the microphone, there's an empty audience. And as you start speaking, they are opening the doors. The audience is going to start to walk in the room and be like, Oh, my God, I'd like, am I late? How come they didn't open the doors earlier? So that's why there needs to be a little bit of a, I'm going to call it a lag when you're hosting your own webinars. So it's a great place just to bring people in and just kind of ask like questions like, hey, where, where are you calling from? Where are you logging in from? What compelled you, you know, to join this, this particular webinar? What, like, why did you sign up? What do you hope to get out of it? And just, we start to engage the audience and let them know like, hey, this is going to be a friendly place. We're going to have fun here. You could also have some music. You could like have like a fun slide, maybe even like a short movie as people are just coming in to your webinar, that is. And I just want to share another one of my clients right now who is preparing for a TED Talk. And that's something else that I do help clients with, whether they are in one of my private coaching containers or they just sign up for an intensive, but I help people mold their TED Talk. 
And it's a little different because it's a short period of time. So it's almost like, you know, you've got your 45 to 55 minute keynote signature talk, and then you're going to cut it down to 15, 12 minutes, maybe 18 minutes if you're lucky, depending on your topic and your the TED talk that you're actually um, speaking for, depending on what their guidelines are. So again, being able to start off strong, start right away, getting right into your topic, like what is it? You know, one of the things that I always say to all of my clients before we even start putting the presentation together, what's the gift you want your your audience to walk away with? If you had to get put like put something literally in their hands, a gift that they would think something differently. There's something that they would do after you're done talking. There's something that they would believe that's different. You know, whatever. What is that gift? And then that's the lens that you look through your entire talk with. And a TED Talk is, is well, all of, I believe that all signature presentations are like clay. And a hunk of clay has been dropped right in front of you. And you mold it and mold it. And we remove stuff that we don't need. And we add stuff that needs to be here. And we mold it until it's a piece of art. A piece of art that you are so proud of proud and confident to deliver. And I also know that there's a lot of people out there who want to give a TED Talk. It's a wonderful thing to do, especially if you've never spoken before, if there's a message, if there's something really unique that you want to share with people. It is truly an experience and a lot of learning and transformation that will help happen to you internally not just externally, but one of the things that I like to do that to get my clients to think of differently is how does this TED Talk play into your bigger strategy? And I do that even for signature talks, my private one-on-one clients, you know, like, why do we want to speak? What is it you want to get out of speaking? How does this TED Talk fit into your strategy, your business plan? Because I want to make sure that you actually can use it again and again and again. And in the cases of most of my clients, it's like, we're going to point people to that TED Talk so that this is a beautiful way for your prospects and people who are going to hire you in the future or who are thinking of hiring you can actually learn from you right here and now. Build that know, like, and trust with your TED Talk. But again, it comes down to you got to start off strong. You got to grab your audience's attention so that they lean in and want to continue listening to you. And I kind of shared earlier about the different places that you can be using your, your beginning, your first 30 seconds, as I like to call it. You know, you can be a guest on a podcast and you give them the questions. And so you could give them questions so that you can actually share your, your beginning, your first 30 seconds. And you can actually lead into it with a couple of different phrases, you know, like you just segue into it. You open up with, you know, like, did you know that blank? I find blank fascinating. I find this statistic fascinating. I find this piece of research fascinating. I find this quote fascinating. I find this quote inspiring. And then you can like go right into your beginning. You know, if you're ever being interviewed on the media or for an article, your 30 second intro 
is a great place to be able to share that with the reporter, with the news people, whoever's interviewing you, whether that's on or off TV, but any other sort of live stream show that you can be a guest of. Because when you're a guest of someone's, either in the media or a live stream show, you're OPA, other people's audiences. You are getting in front of people that you would not have normally gotten in front of. And you know me, I am a big fan of OPA, other people's audiences. And just to give you a little bit more of an example about how you can be using this 30 second opening, you know, with, with other podcasts, with other live streaming shows, you know, it can be like what more entrepreneurs and businesses, business owners need to know is that speaking is the fastest way to grow your business. You know, or here's a here's another way more business owners need to know is that 95% of the population may be afraid of public speaking. And what that means for you is it's going to be easier for you to stand out. Now, how would that work for your business? How would you like to have this 30 second opening that you could use again and again and again, because you don't need to have a trunk full of signature speeches. As a matter of fact, I tell people you only need one. Like one great signature speech is all that you really need. Sure, you could have a couple more. But the foundations that I'm teaching the students inside in demand signature speech, they will be able to use this and mix up and maybe add a different story here, add a different stat there. And they can have a different presentation. But essentially, they can just continue using the one that they're creating inside the program. So if that sounds like something that you want to do, I want to encourage you to get on the wait list. That is speakandstandout.com forward slash SS, where you will be the first to know the next time that this program is going to open up. And until then, I hope that you are thinking about the different ways that you are starting a conversation with an audience with whether that's in person or virtually, but make sure you get their attention and you get them to lean in. And so till next week, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.